Hi there, let's take a look at another Macbeth topic within the context part of the course. And this topic is politics and monarchy, starting with political unrest. So Shakespeare wrote Macbeth around 1606, which is at the beginning of the reign of James I, who was also James VI of Scotland. Quick look at James's heritage. So James was the son of Mary, Queen of Scots, who was a Catholic, but Elizabeth I and James himself was Protestant. Catholic and Protestant reactions. Many Protestants did not trust him because of his Catholic heritage, and many Catholics thought that he would not support them. When they realised that James I did not support them, some Catholics began to develop conspiracy theories, such as the Gunpowder Plot. The Gunpowder Plot was a failed attempt to assassinate James I by blowing up the House of Lords with gunpowder. The plot, the plot of the Gunpowder Plot were caught and tortured. The plot against the King had failed. So rather, this wasn't really a conspiracy theory, it was more of a conspiracy against the King. So, Macbeth, to some degree, is a tale of caution. It acts as a warning about what could happen to people who committed treason, which is a crime against the king. Which Christians from different denominations are being described? So, many did not trust James because of his heritage. This would be Protestants, because James' heritage was Catholic. And so many Catholics thought that James would support them. Um, when they realised he didn't, they began to develop conspiracy theories, such as the gunpowder plot. When Catholics realised that James didn't support them, they started to develop conspiracies. Let's look at the divine right of kings. So in the 17th century, people believed in the divine right of kings. People believed that kings were appointed by and only answerable to God. They answered to a higher power and could not be governed by anyone on earth. Therefore, any attempt to remove monarchs from the throne was sacrilegious, which is a crime against God and Christianity. What's this relevance to the play? So in Macbeth, King Duncan is chosen by God as the King of Scotland. However, as the witch tell Macbeth he is faced to be king, he plots with Lady Macbeth to plan Duncan's murder. Macbeth murders King Duncan and takes the throne, going against the will of God and the divine rights of kings. Macbeth is not chosen by God to be king, and therefore disrupts the natural order and suffers horribly for it. He feels a strong sense of guilt, hallucinates, loses his wife, and then loses his own life and the throne. Mabeth is lost to the throne after losing his wife helps to restore the natural order as the next appointed king ascends the throne, with Malcolm, King Duncan's son. Therefore, an early modern audience would see Macbeth as committing an abuse, which he would pay dearly for. After losing his life, he would like to go to hell, a horrific consequence for a contemporary reader. So let's just have a look at the uh, order of events that show how Macbeth goes against the divine right of kings. Firstly, King Duncan has been chosen by God as the King of Scotland. But, um, after the witches tell Macbeth that he is fated to be king, he plots with Lady Macbeth to plan Duncan's murder. Monk, uh, Macbeth murders King Duncan and then takes the throne, going against the will of God and the divine rights of kings. Macbeth was uh, not chosen to be God, um, by God to be king, and therefore disrupts the natural order and suffers horribly for it. He feels a strong sense of guilt, hallucinates, loses his wife, and then loses his own life and the throne. Macbeth's loss of the, of the throne after losing his own life 
helps to restore the natural order as the next God-appointed king ascends to the throne, which is Malcolm, King Duncan's son. Let's just have a quick recap of what the divine right of kings actually is. People believe that kings were appointed to and only appointed by and only answerable to God. Kings answered to a higher power and could not be governed by anyone on earth. Any attempt to remove monarchs from the throne was sacrilegious, which is a crime against God and humanity. Let's take a little look at pleasing the king. James I became king of England in 1603. Shakespeare soon published Macbeth, possibly in an attempt to please the new king. Let's look at the setting. James I was also James VI of Scotland for much of his reign, and for much of his reign he ruled in both England and Scotland at the same time. Macbeth was set in Scotland, written about a Scottish king. Presentation of the role of the witches. James I hated witchcraft and felt it was evil and went against God. In Macbeth, the witches caused the ultimate downfall of the Scottish king as they encouraged Macbeth to seek his power for him to seek power for himself. The witches are seen as dark, evil characters who only cause bad things to happen. They destroy life and the order of things, which is a divine right of kings. Triumph of the monarchy. In Macbeth, Shakespeare appeals to first with the resolution of the play. The resolution is also known as the ending of the play. He shows that, despite the evil witchcraft, which has caused pain and suffering, the royal line ultimately takes control again when King Duncan's son Malcolm takes the throne. Shakespeare shows the monarchy wins despite the devil in the form of witches attempting to disrupt the natural order. So let's just quickly recap that. Which, what are the different ways that Shakespeare appeals to King James' interests? Firstly, presentation and the role of the witches. James I hated these figures, felt they were evil and went against God. And in Macbeth, these characters cause the ultimate downfall of the Scottish king as they encourage Macbeth to seek his power for himself. Secondly, we have the setting. James I was also James VI of Scotland, and for much of his reign he ruled both England and Scotland at the same time. Macbeth was written about a Scottish king in Scotland. Finally, the triumph of the monarchy. The ending of the play shows that, despite the evil witchcraft which has caused pain and suffering, the royal line ultimately takes control again, and King Duncan's son, Malcolm, takes the throne. Another quick question. In what year did James I become the King of England? Was it 1603, 1600? 1601 or 1606? The correct answer is 1603. 1606 was around the time that Macbeth wrote, that Macbeth, the play, was written. Now, which, which of these facts are true about Macbeth? Was it written by C.S. Lewis or Shakespeare? Well, that's a pretty obvious one. It was written by Shakespeare. Was it about a tale of good leadership or warning people about what could happen to people who committed treason? The correct answer is, of course, not a tale of good leadership. It's warning about what could happen to people who committed treason. And it was written in 1606. In what ways does Macbeth suffer for going against the divine right of kings? Firstly, he feels a strong sense of guilt. He hallucinates, he loses his wife, and loses his own life, and loses the throne, finally. In what year did Shakespeare write Macbeth? Was it 1066, 1506, 1603, or 1606? Well, it happened in the 1600s. 1603 was when King James I became the King of England, and 1606 was when Shakespeare wrote Macbeth, around about the time. Let's just do a quick recap of the presentation of the witches in Macbeth. Do they cause the ultimate downfall of the Scottish King or the English King? 
well, the place set in Scotland, and it's a Scottish king. Are they wise voices of reason when Macbeth goes astray? Or are they seen as dark and evil characters who only cause bad things to happen? They are seen as dark and evil characters who only cause bad things to happen. Are they ultimately defeated by the monarchy, or do they ultimately defeat the monarchy? Well, at the end, the natural order of secession is restored, and they are ultimately defeated by the monarchy. And do they help restore the natural order of things after Macbeth disrupts it, or do they destroy life and the natural order of things? And they, the correct answer is they destroy life and the natural order of things. If you found this episode useful and want to learn two times faster for free, head over to SenecaLearning.com or click the link in the bio to revise all your exam subjects for free.